suffering from back pain? Well, I've got the thing just for you. 15 surefire tips for relieving back pain, plus 192 others just in case, volume 1, available at Amazon.com. Over 30 million Americans are suffering with back pain at this very moment. The vast majority of these cases are either caused or exacerbated by common lifestyle factors. Many of the same factors may be causing you pain right now. Join board certified physician Andrew Kirshner as he guides you through the parts of your life where these problems occur and gives you simple, safe and effective solutions for these common daily pitfalls. In this fun and informative book you will learn how to identify the aspects of your life which may be causing you pain, how to create a back friendly environment, how you can improve your pain by improving your sleep, ways to make a pain free commute, how you can perform daily activities without making your pain worse and much more. Andrew Kirshner is so well respected in the field of back pain relief. He has you know, famous clients such as DJ Jazzy Jeff. He has done many talks and lectures at universities in the UK. He has appeared on QVC demonstrating back pain relief products and that is because he is an expert in his field and people trust him. Also, check out the 5 star reviews on Amazon.com. This is the book that you need if you suffer from back pain. That's 15 surefire tips for relieving back pain, plus 192 others just in case, volume 1, available at Amazon.com in paperback. Check the link below the show for more information. Oh my god. Who does he think he is? Come around here with his bloody podcasts. Welcome to another episode of Turn Chuckle, everyone's favourite semi-regular wrestling podcast at this point. I'm trying to get my shit together for the new year um, and try and make this a weekly show. I do have ideas in mind on how to make it a weekly show because I, I'm very lucky to get the guests that I've been able to get, such as today's guest, uh, Savio Vega, uh, but it is hard to do every single week. So uh, there is, I'm, I'm sort of playing around with format ideas, uh, you know, and if you've listened to previous shows, uh, the the show is basically an interview format, uh, but I did have a small series uh, uh, with Colin Delaney where we did alternate commentary over episodes of Monday Night Raw. Um, Colin, you know, his schedule has just picked up so much over the past year that continuing what we were doing proved hard for him. You know, I'm very grateful what he the time he's been able to give, but obviously I'm not a priority for him for, you know, in his life, uh, which, you know, I totally appreciate. Uh, but yeah, do check out the archive for interviews with guys like Ahmed Johnson, Jameson, Dangerous Danny Davis, Sam Houston, Dalton Castle, David Starr, Tom Buchanan, the longtime photographer, Keith Elliott Greenberg, who's authored several wrestling biographies, um, and more. And uh, coming up next week will be part three uh, with one of the rising stars of the independent scene in America, Irvin Legend. Now, if you don't know the name, you will know the name soon enough, uh, because he, you know already he's wrestled against you know top former WWE talent. He's getting uh, recommendations you know all over the place. Uh, when I first uh, chatted to him two years ago, it was at the recommendation of Leilani Kai, one of my favorite uh, wrestlers of all time. Uh, you know, woman or man, um, Leilani's incredible. I hope to definitely get her on the podcast uh, at some point. 
I shouldn't probably say this if I'm not confirming it, uh, but she did say she would do it. So I'm kind of, you know, holding her to her word <laughs> when it comes to that. Uh, so yes, Sovio Vega, a, a two-hour interview. Incredible. Um, he was so giving of his time. I have to say uh, there's a little bit of um, interference. I, I don't know if maybe his material on his clothes was rubbing against the microphone or if it was clipping a little bit. It doesn't make the interview unlistenable, <laughs> which, you know, it's a good thing. Uh, but you know maybe um mess with the eq a little bit i've tried to do a little bit here and there uh but it's you know it's full of great stories stuff that hopefully uh you you know stuff that you may not know um we go into all different areas we mainly focus on the wf but obviously we talk about uh the wwc uh we talk about you know other places he's wrestled and um you know lots of great stories in, in this one so yeah i'm not going to keep you too long because it is a two hour interview uh but i want to thank the sponsor andrew kirshner 15 surefire tips for relieving back pain it you know when i went to philadelphia a couple of weeks ago you know i went to the ecw arena and i got to go to madison square garden and the manhattan center i got to do the wrestling tour basically uh but you know, me and Andrew are good friends, but this is the first time he's personally worked on me, and he really helped my neck pain. Uh, he specializes in back pain uh, with the book, which is also available on Kindle. Uh, but yeah, he's, um, you know, it, what he was able to do for me uh, when I went out to see him was, uh, you know, very helpful. And the book is great, and uh, do support it because if you support the book, and buy it um you know you may want to buy it as a christmas present for someone uh, like i said it's it's a practical present so also buy them something fun like chocolate or something like that um but it helps keep the show running he's been a sponsor since day one and i couldn't do the show without him so thank you andrew and uh yeah i think i'm gonna be playing some music from a good friend uh band hive mind uh, do check that out for after the interview but until then this is my epic interview with the one and the only Savio Vega. So if anyone knows anything about me, they'll know what a fan I am, particularly of the new generation era of WWF. And one name for me epitomizes that era just about more than anyone. He is someone that I have grown up with. He is Savio Vega. Hello. How you doing? How I'm good. I am good. Um, so you, you're calling from Puerto Rico. Um, Puerto Rico. Yeah, I can't roll my R's. Um, I, I took Spanish at school and everyone could okay. roll their R's and I feel like I was the only person that can never do it and I was shown how to do it and I'm just, I just can't do it. You can do, you do no hablas nada en español? Hmm? <laughs> nada, nada en español? Okay. <laughs> nothing in it. Nothing oh, nothing. In it. Nothing. <laughs> no, no, okay. nothing. I, I, again, everything that I learned uh, pretty much went out well. the uh, you know, went in one ear and out the other. <laughs> Um, uh, at least, at least you know the the basic uno, dos, tres. I do, I do know that. Um, I know the most. Let me hear you. Let me hear you. Okay, uno, dos, tres, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez. Um, Muy bien. And then oh, what's eleven? Once. Once. Doce. Doce. Trece. Catorce. Quince. Quince. Seis, seis, 
I'll, I'll take that. That must be very... I'll stop trying to speak Spanish now because that will be very boring for the listeners. But um, <laughs> but anyway, we are going to talk to some Spanish-speaking uh, people too. Uh, let me... One second here. Hola, saludo a todos los que nos están escuchando que hablan inglés, español, coreano, chino, este, japonés, etcétera, etcétera. Todos los idiomas del mundo. Qué bueno. Eh, muchas bendiciones a todos ustedes. Si no me conocen, mi nombre es Sabio Vega de la Lucha Libre, Juan Rivera, eh, luchador profesional. Y hoy vamos a hablar de lucha libre cuando ya estaba allá. Eh, quizás muchos me acuerdan, muchos no, pero eh, ponle oído. Dios me lo bendiga. All right, go ahead. I just okay. say that uh, you know, I'm going to talk to the uh, Spanish-speaking pe uh, pe people that we're going to talk about the story of me and WWF and... and It's going to be interesting. You yeah, know, if they don't like wrestling, okay. If they like wrestling, okay. But listen, it's going to be interesting. Absolutely. Let's go, brother. Well, does it, um, for a start, does it kind of still blow your mind that you're having people worldwide sort of contacting you for things like this? That it just shows you, you know, the WWF run, it wasn't the longest, but it maybe created a big impact on people. Yeah. Uh, I know uh, my character when I started the company as Quang. Yeah, the the mask, you know, Quang was uh, at TNT. I did that character here in Puerto Rico uh, as a TNT with the I paint my face, mm -hmm. and I was like a ninja type because I used the martial arts in the in wrestling. Nobody else was doing that, you know. Uh, you know, with good kicks, real real martial arts kicks, you know. And uh, uh, that character here in Puerto Rico create big impact. So when I went to WWF, uh, they they didn't want the paint, so they put the mask uh, named Quang. I said you have to put cover my eyes because I'm not look oriental, I guess. Mm -hmm. So uh, so yeah. they, you know we covered at the eyes, and and Quang was uh, a good character. I love it because what was TNT, you know. As a, as, a, as a martial artist. Yes, go ahead. And, and you did work uh, some dark matches as TNT. Um, do you remember, for WWF, do you remember anything about those particularly and who you faced? Yes, yes. Uh, Syracuse, that's in, in where Savio Vega jumped the fence too. It was? That, that was on my so, birthday. So, <laughs> yeah, oh my God, happy birthday. <laughs> so, uh, you know, a year later or some such so, such like that, uh, And uh, was yeah, Syracuse. I I wrestled. I don't know who. I don't remember the guys. I know that I sell too much. <laughs> and Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, he's the one that that connect me with WWF. And, and because we work here in Puerto Rico, he was a Scott Hall, the cowboy Scott Hall. Mm -hmm. And I was doing TNT, and we beat the hell out of each other. So when I, you know, he talked to Vince. They flew me from Japan to Syracuse. I did my Uh, try out and I was soft with the guy and Razor come to me and say what the hell where's, where's the man I said what man he said the one that beat the hell out of me in Puerto Rico <laughs> how much was the shits you know I'm like uh, okay you know he said I want to see the TNT the beat you know just to beat the hell out of me you know I said okay brother I said you tomorrow you have another tryout and uh come on you know I said all right you got it Did, did so, he? Sorry, go for it. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Did did Scott kind of feel maybe that his reputation was on the line, sort of making the recommendation uh, to bring you in because he was pretty new with the company himself? Um, 
so I guess it may may have been the first real recommendation that Vince listened to uh, from Scott. Yeah, you know, I I, I don't know, maybe yes, mm-hmm. uh, the, because I don't don't remember somebody else to be honest, and uh, you know, and I appreciate that to him many many times, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, you know. He gave me a good opportunity, and uh, I just catch it, and I said, this opportunity is mine. You know, I'm not going to let it go. So, you know, they put me under the mask. Later, the, uh, they turned me, and they used the, uh, the story with Scoho, hmm. jumping and saving him, you know. Uh, so when uh, something that I read on uh, Wikipedia um, was that you did actually try out for the WWF in the 80s before going to the World Wrestling Council. Um, do you remember- uh, no, 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 no. That's, that's, a, that's a lie. Oh, that's, okay. So, Never trust yeah, Wikipedia. I don't know. I don't, okay. know, I don't <laughs> know. Well, I, I don't say that. You know, they, they, have, they do a good job. But if few things there, they are, they are not in place. You know, I never went to, to, to WWF and do whatever and then come back over there. No, I, I start here and I born in wrestling here. Mm-hmm. Then from here, I went to WWF, West Japan and whatever, then WWF. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Well, one thing, I, I don't know how much you would know about this, but in early 1994, uh, Titan Sports owned half of a World Martial Arts uh, Federation. Oh, excuse, excuse me one second. Because okay. Wikipedia have me one year born in 66. I born in 65, uh. August 10, 65. That's another mistake. I tried to correct them a long time ago. They don't let me. I don't know. I said, well, uh, that's wrong. Well, 1966? Oh. No. It's 65. Someone obviously knows your birthday better than you do. Well, <laughs> I um, guess. So, um, yeah, in early 94, uh, Titan Sports owned half of the World Martial Arts Federation, uh, which was going to be a kickboxing version of the WWF. And you came in around about this time, so... Were you? Was this ever suggested to you to be a part of that, or did you hear well, anything that, about it? No, no, nothing about. It. I was just a, a wrestler with some martial art, arts uh, skills of taekwondo, because mm-hmm. taekwondo used more uh, legs, you know. Yeah. And uh, now it's a it's a mix when you mix it with uh, some boxes, boxing or whatever. Well. Uh, Know that I never nobody told me about the Karate Federation, nothing like that. They did the uh, tough enough. Yes, that's the only thing that you know. The that I say that I I I, I uh, did hard, hard way. Yeah, you know, other than the work every week, you know. What was there ever any um, ambition to go pro as uh, as kickbox like in kickboxing and martial arts? Or? You, you know, no. Uh, one, one. I was in WWF. We are making money. You know yeah. why I gonna kill myself? You know, and <laughs> and that and by that time, that was under you know wasn't public yet. Was in different places on you know the ground or whatever. Yeah. You know because it was illegal. Then later they come up with what they have right now. Mm-hmm. What well, was the was there ever like an immediate? Did you notice immediately? Uh, the difference in style compared to uh, Japan and Puerto Rico, because obviously Japan and Puerto Rico pretty hardcore and violent. Um, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how did this? Did you um, gravitate to it straight away, or did you want to sort of take 
Quang a little further than it uh, than it was? Uh, I just when they they when they put the uh, the Quang because I come with the TNT. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it like experimental too? Let's see what we could do with this character. Mm-hmm. You know, I did something with uh, one, two, three kids, uh, uh, a little bit of a story with him with uh, uh, Hakushi. Yeah, something happened. Uh, something interesting with that character of Quang. We, uh, I don't, I don't remember the the the, the Monday. It was a taping. That, that week was tape. Before they taped, one was one life and one tape. And week after is is taping, then we go live again and so on. So right now they go live everywhere. Yeah. So we tape a match, Bret Hart and me, was Quan. I thought that match was uh, for the title and, and wasn't. So Quan faced uh, uh, Bret Hart, which was the champion, and we break the ratings of uh, uh, TV of that, of that week. It's, Im- it's impressive. I mean, it showed what immediate faith they had in you because obviously you were a veteran by that point uh, to yeah. go immediately in there with Brett. And it always seemed throughout your career as Quang or as Sovio Vega, you were someone who could be trusted and relied upon for those big matches when needed. Yeah, yeah, because uh, that's, that's, that's what I love from this business. I learned that you know, where you have to put somebody over, you have to put it over. Mm. You know, you have to do whatever you need to do to put him over. Plus, the same way, if you're going over, you have to do whatever nice to do, you know, to go over. over. But some other guys were thinking in different, you know, heads. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they put me in, in interesting, interesting matches. They trust me and, and feel this and that, you know. And, hey, what's my, my work, I guess? I don't know. Maybe. Mm. I remember the first, um, well, I, the first time I saw you was uh, the Royal Rumble um, when you spit the mist into Rick Steiner's face. Um, yeah. And that was well, my uh, that was my first exposure to mist as well. I'd never seen the mist before, so that was just okay. mind blowing. Um, and, you know, there was um, a match, I think it was against a guy called John Paul, I could be wrong, um, but it was the first time I saw the uh, the spin kick in the corner where you did the flip oh, to the outside of the I ring. Flipped. Yeah. yeah, you know that that kick, that kick was a mistake. <laughs> know that one. Know that one. The way that kid born, uh-huh. uh, Miguel Perez, my my brother, he, you know Miguelito Perez, yeah, yeah. he's part of the Boricuas. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, we are in New Japan Pro Wrestling Dojo, and uh, we are we're there like a, for a week or something like that, and. Uh, we went to the ring and the ropes they're low, so I throw Miguel to the ropes and say, "What about something where I come with a spinning kick?" Because I use the spinning kick here in Puerto Rico many, many times. Yeah. And the kick and whatever, all the kicks you could name it, you could, you, you know, you, you see it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I throw Miguel in the corner. Here I come with the kick, and when I hit Miguel in the chest, I went over the ropes. <laughs> hit the, the the wall was a, a wood uh thick thick wood i break the, i break that wall <laughs> i hit that break that wall and went in the apron because the ring was close to the to the wall uh-huh. but i don't know i don't know that i'm gonna fly like that and i hit it boom, boom. i went like oh my god they said oh, no problem no problem we fix it whatever so i said to miguel okay and i send it to the other corner opposite 
where we have plenty of room. And here I come, I hit Miguel in the chest, fly over the ropes, and I almost take a bump, took a bump because, uh, you know, it's like, a, okay, the first time. I said, ooh, I like it. But I, you know, I, I land on my feet. So here we, we do it. And then we went to the arenas and I started doing it in Japan. So that, that kick, learned, uh, you know, born in Japan with New Japan Pro Wrestling. And every night I do a spot, send the guy in the corner, here come with a boom, fly over the, 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 the top and land on my feet. And the Japanese people like it. He was like, oh, you know, what yeah. the heck? You know, nobody was doing that. So here I come. I took it to uh, um, WWF, of, uh, you know, we, as a Quang and as a Savio Vega. So was there ever any worry about doing that with the mask? Because obviously peripheral vision and all that kind of thing was... I I I, uh, I put it on practice before, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, when it's about timing, you know. Soon you you know you would want, once you got your target, I mean, one one bullet, one kill. Yeah, absolutely. So how um how did you get along with Harvey Whippleman? Because it seemed like a, a very odd. To to me, no. Well, you know, he's in his life, and I'm in mine. Yeah. Uh, when we are together there, I I stay one time in his uh, trailer. We are coming from I don't know where, and uh, and uh, we stay there for one night. Uh-huh. I don't know how to sleep, but you know, <laughs> I, you know, with the tire asleep, but uh, was okay. Good people to me, you know. Was he? Who was a good people? Uh, I don't know if he say something. Run about me, well, no. God bless him. I've never, I've never, you know, no, he, you know, never he, he, he not talked to me, you know, he, he's a good guy. Yeah. He's a Harvey. I met him, he's a he's a hard worker. I don't know, did he still with WWF or WWE? Oh, I think he might be because it was him and uh, yeah. him and Brooklyn, uh, him and Steve Lombardi Brother. for years, and Lombardi was just yeah. let go what last year or something. So, I think, oh, yeah, I think Harvey's still there. Um, oh, yeah, I could be wrong on that, but uh, yeah, I don't know, but that, that it was still the period of if you were put with a manager, it kind of helped the overall presentation, I guess. But, uh, and I guess, uh, uh, and Quang wasn't meant to speak, so, and Harvey could get heat like nobody. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never yeah. I've never seen someone annoy a crowd He's as good. much as yeah, Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and funny, because he, he, he grabbed something, he, he looked at you, and here he come with something. Boom, 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 you know. He put it together. He come from Tennessee, you know, where those guys over there was, you know, the real stuff in yeah. wrestling too, you know. Uh, good houses, good stories, you know. Mm. So, hey, you know, uh, one, one of the guys to to big trust, big time in this business is uh, Dutch Mantel. Oh, yeah. You know that that gentleman mm. when he worked with us here in Puerto Rico with IWA, my friend. Mm. I mean, we we uh, we sold out every every day, every day, and we worked four nights uh, a week, every week. So every did, Saturday, every Saturday was oof, crazy. So, did you have a hand in bringing in Dutch as Uncle Zeb? Uh, well, uh, Carlos, the Carlos company, Carlitos Caribbean Cool, yeah, uh, you know, uh, father, yeah, he bring uh, he bring him with the uh, the kid, the um, I don't know the name right now, the um, Jack Swagger, Swagger, yeah, that guy, oh. That guy, I mean, that that gimmick was the perfect one, but uh, mm. I'm telling you, that kid have a big time potential. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, he it, just to get off topic a little bit. It was, I think he was maybe a victim of coming in at the wrong time. I think now he would uh, have well, more of a chance to shine. But it, again, it seemed like one of those 
too much too soon kind of things. And uh, yeah, maybe yeah. That that I noticed when when the, the situation that happened to him. I mean, we're gonna we're not gonna talk about him, but mm-hmm. I mean, he got. I mean, everybody could fall down and get up and continue running. And he, I mean, other doing you know uh, uh, worse and, and being you know uh, walking and, and straight. So he's okay. I guess he's you know yeah. But uh, talking about the business, that kid have a big time future. Absolutely. To be honest. Um, if somebody you know with the vision to to you know put it in position, he's good. Yeah, uh, no, I totally agree. Um, the uh, first, I guess, feud as Quang uh, was with Adam Bomb. So did you sort of yeah. uh, when Adam Bomb left Harvey Whippleman? So did you kind of go all around the house show loop with? Uh, with Brian and what was he like to work yeah, with at the time? Yeah, we work. Yeah, we work around. Uh, you know, to, to every you know every yeah every night because we went different series cities and uh, and uh, we used to do a couple of things here there. But Brian is a is a great guy. Mm-hmm. He's a, yeah, I saw him in uh, two years ago, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I, I met him once. He was uh, really nice to me as well. And was, oh yeah, um, yes. yeah. I, I I love the Adam Bomb character. I'm a fan of sort of yeah. the uh, over the top sort of characters of that time, and Adam Bomb really fit into that. So as Quang sort of went on, you changed your look a little bit. You had different masks um, because I've yeah. seen I've seen one picture of you in the Quang mask, and there's like the mesh over the eyes, and you can really tell that it's you underneath the underneath the mask. Yeah, um, yeah. Well. well once you know it's me, it's like okay, I got it, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, but before it's like, who the hell is this son of a You know. Did it get to a point with Quang where you felt that it had run its course, or was it brought to you that Quang was going to end and Savio was going to start? Because there wasn't much of a gap in between. No, that that was like a, out and in. Yeah. You know, and uh. uh so Vince grabbed me and said, well, to the girl, you know, what about something on this, blah, 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 whatever. And Savio uh, Vega, okay, mm-hmm. what, what, we're going to do this, 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 this. So, you know, my my job was do it right, you yeah. know. So I'm not going to, I don't have no time to discuss whatever because they're, the, the writers is the office. So they give me whatever and I'm going to make it the best. So did the, did the um, name mean anything, or was it just was the well, list of names, or was the, it just the, you know what what before they told me the name was Sabio Vega was the saint because I asked what is what is Sabio Vega mm-hmm. Sabio Vega is the saint of the delinquents okay because I... Sabio Vega come from the South Bronx mm-hmm. he's a Puerto Rican that grew up in New York and his friend is in Miami. You know, and the, he, I was a gang guy, blah, blah, blah. You know, now I'm rehabilitated and I'm a wrestler. The character of Sabio Vega being a Puerto Rican is to talk to kids, stay in school and stuff like that. So we went to places to talk to kids and, and you know, schools and, and uh, different places they took me uh, to talk to kids in Spanish and English. By that time, by that time, my, my English was worse than now. <laughs> so, you know, so... <laughs> So, was this your first time wrestling as a face as well? Uh, no, I did it here in Puerto Rico as a TNT. Okay. You know, the, my school big time comes from Puerto Rico. 
that's you know I work here with so many guys from the states. Uh, tell me names, and I'm gonna tell you. Yes, mm-hmm. you know from the old ones. Uh, I said Flair. The match with Flair supposed to happen in Maya West, and they switched me to do a, a, a story to pull people, because they use the character to you know to to make money. So uh, they switched me uh, against Miguelito. Miguelito worked with uh, Flair. So one thing about a story that uh, Rick uh, tells is that Puerto Rico was so um, potentially dangerous with the fans that he See? would bring he would bring Harley Race as um, as a bodyguard because <laughs> no yeah. one would mess yeah. with Harley, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and but I mean this is with the fans. The fans there, you know, they throw you whatever. I mean they bite big time. Uh, the business, you know, if you do it, they know maybe it's uh, okay, that, that's fake or not, or whatever, but sometimes they hit each other. And yes, we hit each other, yeah. you know, hard here, there. And, uh, but they enjoy it when you do a, something good inside that ring, you know, like a good story in the ring to tell the fans in where they, they, you hook them. So when at the end you make that comeback, you know, they get, you, you get them off their feet. Absolutely. Well, you Jim, know, uh, Jim Cornette. Yes, Jim Cornette tells a, a story about Puerto Rican fans that they believed it, and yeah. they would bring knives yeah. <laughs> like to, to try and stab oh, yeah. the heels. Um, <laughs> yeah. And he said as well that they would used to like uh, dip it in pig fat to infect it, mm-hmm. or they would piss on the knife to infect they, it. And they stuff like they yeah. do whatever. They throw you with rocks, spark plugs, <laughs> with anything they have in their hands, uh-huh. shoes, whatever. You know what, uh, I, I, I say, and I'm going to take that uh, as what I did, because one time when we are we working in an IWA, and this is in Bayamon, Pepin Sestero, uh, you know, I, I got the, the fans with my character of Sabio Vega, be the general manager of the IWA, so hot with the in-ring that I did against the, the you know, I was a, a general abusing general manager. Yeah, and I got uh, I got seven big monsters around me, and I have a bat in my hand. You know, <laughs> and this guy is beating everybody up. Plus, he got the power to do whatever he wants. So the people are so mad. Yeah, and 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 I remember, my friend, when I get out of the ring, the people start throwing whatever they. I mean, I mean that was like a wow. They throw with gagas with pampers. <laughs> With the, I, this lady throw, they throw, by that time was beepers. They throw with beepers. I mean, woof. I mean, that was ugly. The ring, the floor was like, wow. I returned to the ring. And all that blah, 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 they throw just two things went to my head. And I went left and the other one I went right. And I ducked both. Oh. And people was so mad because they tried to hit me and they cannot hit me. <laughs> and and I say to them, I say to them this, and that, that comes from the bottom of my heart. I say, this is my, uh, in Puerto Rico here, we had Bellas Artes. Uh, uh, what do you say? Arts, uh, you know, art, the, the, the building of the arts yeah. where you go operas and stuff like that. So I say, this is my opera uh, scenario. Let's call it that way. This is my 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 uh, arena arena 
and you don't go to uh, to the opera uh, building and throw, you know, garbage. Mm-hmm. So be kind, don't be pigs, and don't do that because we show this around the world, and the people gonna see wh- how how pig you are. Yeah. And I start calling them pig, and more <laughs> hot they get, and more hot they get. I went inside, and. I see uh, brand new shoes, uh, lady shoes, and I picked them up. And I went inside uh, here, the, the, and I threw it next to me. The uh, guard say, "Hey, is the lady outside? She wants the, the the shoes. She saw you pick those shoes." I say, "Yeah, because she threw the shoes. That's her, they're mine." And she and he said, "Well, she's outside waiting for." Her. I said, "Okay," and I picked them up and I grabbed a scissor and I cut them in a, right there in the middle. <laughs> two two balls. I said, "Here, give it to her." And when he gave it to her, you could hear her outside. Son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's heat. Love That's heat. That's heat right there. You know, yeah. so, well, that's the thing. They'll want to kill you, but they'll keep coming back and it'll sell out every time. You know. So, so listen, so after that, we showed that on TV and we talked to the fans, brother, no more throws. You yeah. don't see no, that, that Gaga, no more, you know, it, no more. Is that kind of, um, with Puerto Rico, how much, like times have changed since the, the eighties sort of thing that, um, if they are told, right, don't do it anymore, you know, they may not have listened in the 80s, but now they would kind of listen because they know that they're being seen by a lot more people and they, you know, don't want a bad reputation, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, whatever, uh, right now, wrestling is is a uh, uh, pickup big time. Yeah. And, 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 and fans after the hurricane are coming back the companies are doing good things mm-hmm. and their bad reputation, you know, locally is, is, is up. The people, I mean, the, these guys bring a uh, bunch of guys from the States, guys yeah. with, with names to the, to their companies and they got good houses. Uh, some charge, some, some not. And, uh, but they love it. They, they want to have it on tape. And I guess they put it in their, you know, station. Absolutely. Uh, but the uh, when they when coming back to WWF, when they turn from, you know, they turn the omelette, they put Quan out, and here's Savio Vega. Uh, you're gonna jump the fence. You're gonna save your friend, and here we're gonna do some story here. And I said, okay, let's follow it. It was a very unique uh, way to debut as well because everyone had vignettes for weeks. Yeah. And um, but before we get into Savio, something that's just come to mind. Right. Um, yeah. Were you? Did you go to or were you um, uh, aware of the Puerto Rico show that WWF held in '86? Um, it was an outdoor it, stadium and it and yeah. it rained really heavy. And yeah. um, do you were you around for that? Uh, I was there, uh, but I, I know went to the to the building because I I don't know <clears throat> they they coming mm-hmm. to be honest that that news that they they come in to to Puerto Rico I never get it you know and uh, I got a it's a it was a magazine here uh, artists and whatever they do around the island 
and they have picture of, of that whole Hogan. And next to is an uncle of mine. He was doing security by oh, that time. Wow. Cool. Yeah, and uh, and uh, and he's on on the picture. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Rain, and and at the same time, Carlos Company have in Bayamon, uh, half an hour away, another big show, and they have the stadium full. When WWF come over here, the the house was so full. That 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 was the Hayden uh, Beaton Stadium, which is bigger than uh, the one in uh, in Bayamon, and uh, and rains like you say big time. Yeah. And 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 Bayamon was a good, I guess, was good because I hear that the house was packed. You know, talking with friends in uh, in school. Yeah. They they talk about the uh, Bayamon was. I I wish. Yeah, yeah. I wish they would put that show on the uh, network because I've seen it once yeah. before and it's just so funny to see all the umbrellas go up. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't think anyone, once the rain came down, people just yeah. kind of weren't taking much notice of it. And Gorilla Monsoon is doing commentary and he has like a, a bag over his head <laughs> to sort of yeah, protect yeah, yeah. himself from the rain. And the, uh-huh. the, the canvas is red as well. It had been dyed red. So when anyone got slammed on the canvas, the red dye would come oh, well. all over the ring gear and all over oh, the I skin never see and that stuff show. Wow. It's, it's. I mean, it, it's, it's very, very interesting. There's certainly nothing like it, I would say. But I'm um, going back to the WWF. Um, the one of the main things that you did before King of the Ring um, was that you accepted uh, Pedro Morales's Hall of Fame award. Wow. Um, yes. So, so was Pedro ill? Because he has to be the only living Hall of Famer who never accepted it in person. And how were yeah, you? He, how were you asked for that? Uh, I, uh, you know, I ask why. Mm-hmm. You know what happened. You know, and he say he don't want to come out. He he feels uh, I don't know. Uh, he know he want the people to remember the way he was. Ah, you know, okay. he, he got like back problems or whatever. That's what I hear. You know, if it was something else, but I never, you know, told me whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hear that he don't want to come out, you know, and they they tell me that you're gonna accept it. I say it's, it's an honor, mm-hmm. of course, you know. And uh, so when the people ask me about Hall of Fame, I say I was there already. Yeah. You know, and, and with big time honor. I know so, that uh, Pedro isn't uh, doing too well at the moment. Yeah. And, um, I know. He's certainly someone as you know with his career and former WWF champion. He doesn't get celebrated nearly enough along the lines of like Bruno Sammartino and uh, Billy Graham and all those kind of the guys from that time. Like he really, there's a whole generation that needs to be educated on Pedro Morales because uh, the matches he had with um, oh, uh, Blackjack, uh, Lanza, uh, Blackjack Mulligan, Most, sorry, um, yeah. in the garden, like are some of the loudest crowd reactions I think I've ever seen. Um, yeah. You know, and obviously there was the the strong Hispanic population in the Northeast in New York, and um, uh-huh. you know, it just there was a reason why he was champion for what, like three years or something at the time. And, something uh, like that, I, I guess. Yeah, he yeah. was a long time champion. Yeah. So, did you, um, as a kid, did you watch wrestling? Um, was it Puerto Rico stuff or was it New York stuff? Or? Uh, I start the the way that I, that I started wrestling was uh, Sunday. Surfing through channels. Here's uh, Channel Seven, the local, and right there at five o'clock is Titanes the Ring, Titan of the Ring, mm-hmm. from Argentina. Oh. and and this is uh, full characters. 
Uh, you got the mummy. You got the white mummy, the black mummy. You got the STP guy come with a Formula car inside next to the ring. <laughs> you got you got a, 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 a religious uh, uh, characters. Uh-huh. Don Quixote, you know Don Quixote uh, is in, in Spanish. Uh, here he come with you know the guy. The he got a, a, a referee, a fat referee, big big guy. Says uh, Senor Boo. Boo, like Boo, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, William, his name was William, William Boo. And the Boo was because he was the cheating referee, <laughs> you know. And uh, so you got that character, you got the 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 mummy, you got the STP guy, you got, uh, you name it, brother, you name it. The, mm-hmm. the green monster, he got the guy with the green monster gimmick, you know, coming out. Was a full, full characters. So when I saw that on TV, that went flash in my head. Through, through my brain and stick there and it's somewhere. From that time, I loved wrestling. I started watching wrestling. Then I found out by my friend in school, there was uh, another wrestling uh, locally, which was WWC. Yeah. And uh, we started watching it on, on Channel 7, on Channel 11, and Channel 4, because they jump through channels here there. <laughs> yeah. So we started following it. Then we went to the arenas. And I went to martial arts. Then from there, wow, you know. Well, watching uh, the uh, Argentina Argentina promotion with the strong characters, um, and being in the WWF at the time that you were, so did it kind of it, uh, it translated, I guess, to you that they would have like a clown and they would have a, a an undertaker and all that kind of stuff. Uh, did that feel kind of weird to you, or did it feel kind of this is what wrestling kind of I, is at I, that time. I, I, all, uh, I when when I discovered WWF yeah. at that time, uh, because here in Puerto Rico the only thing you could see was WCW in right. China, in, in cable, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, not too much of WWF. When I found out about WWF, I said that's Titan is in the ring, that's Titan Titan of the ring. Then I found out the uh, company was Titan Sports. Yeah, so it's like a. Whoop, too much coincidental here. Yeah. So, you know, uh, so Titanes and the Ring is, of course, it's, WWF is the same. Now they've been changing the characters to real people, you know, and, but still characters. There's still some characters there. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a real hard, um, I guess it's a, a fine line to be able to balance that, where you have the character but also have the realism uh, involved as well. Um, yep. And the ones who are really good at it are, are the ones who have, you know, stayed the course and have lasted um, a long time. Um, so, how, at this point, are you sick of talking about King of the Ring '95? Or <laughs> King that is uh, the the match when they did the four matches. The four matches, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. I love that. So, was you know, uh, how early was that? Because yeah. Razor was in the tournament, but then he injured his ribs. But that was, I guess, it wasn't a, a real injury. It was a. <laughs> you don't want to put over Mabel. So, <laughs> Is that what it was? <laughs> so, at the end, they say, "Come on, you." Uh, uh, he say, "I want to do it." They say, "Get out! <laughs> you're not gonna do nothing." So they put me and say, "Savio, you're gonna do four matches." Uh-huh. This is Jack Lanza. I say, "Savio, you're gonna work four times." <laughs> I say, "Okay." And he said, first, you're going to work with IRS. It's going to be matched like this or that. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to work uh, Yokozuna, Rody, 
in the Mabel, you know. At, like at what point in the night did you feel that the, the Philadelphia crowd were becoming a little hostile? Was it just in the last match or was it kind uh, of earlier on? Or? I, you know, I wasn't nobody. They never pushed me. They just put me there because mm. what happened with Razor. You know, and I don't and, think I don't uh, think they were hostile. They weren't hostile against you. I think it was at the yeah. idea of Mabel and nothing against Mabel. I love Mabel. But, no, Mabel. Um, yes. Yeah, but I think that it was kind of they were a little hostile at the idea of Mabel winning the King yeah, of the Ring because they 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 sell the Savio Vega moment as the uh, oh the Rocky Balboa yeah uh, the Rocky guy. Oh yeah. my God, he's coming. The he make it. You know, well, he make it. Let's see what happened. Then, oh, he went the, the first one. Oh, 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 he first the second one. What the heck? You know, it's like something happened here. So uh, then, at the end, you know, uh, of course they they put Mabel over, and uh, so whatever. I mean, the people they don't give it. Damn. I mean, that oppor- that opportunity for you know in that moment wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. So uh, if it wasn't for me, they they you know they do it. Um- so. I don't right. know. Sorry, I, I, I try not to interrupt no, right. you too much. Um, no, the, no. the next night on uh, Raw, you faced uh, Jeff Jarrett for the Intercontinental title as well. Um, yes. And it, you, I don't think someone has had more of a strong first month in the WWF at the time than, than you. You know, getting to the King of the Ring finals, getting the Intercontinental title uh, shot. Um, did, was there a long term plan at that point for Savio Vega? Or was it kind of let's just see how things go? I mean, the, they nobody talked to me about doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Just uh, let's put this guy here, there, and, and that's that's that was my job. You know, I do. They want me to do run with this guy. Let's do it. Let's put me with the other guy. Nobody sit down with me like, uh, okay, we're gonna have this is the plan. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. No, never. So, um, did you? Um... Because a little later on, you were in Vader's uh, debut match. And one of my favorite... <laughs> I don't know if Vader just... I, I'm assuming he just potatoed you. Because uh, at the Royal Rumble, when Vader made his debut, there's just this one shot where Vader just clubs you across the head and your eyes just cross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, no, but no. Uh, what's it called? Never was a knockout. He he always looked strong, and that's that. We worked before in Japan. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah, we. I mean, Yokozuna. You got Yokozuna. You got Fatu, Bam Bam Bigelow. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Bader. Uh, we are Samu. We all in Japan for New Japan Pro Wrestling, and they all went to WWF. Yeah. So then, then later, uh, I went over there maybe a year later or something like that. You know, and that's when uh, Yokozuna. Yeah, Rodney was doing Yokozuna. He was Kokina. Yeah, you know, and uh, I, I just see, I, I just saw the the debut match of, a couple of you know minutes away. I, I go. Yeah, the um and the on the network they just showed the Kokina dark match in WWF. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he was going to be the third head shrinker at the time, but then they thought, oh, there's maybe too many Samoans at the same time, so they made him. Uh-huh. Made him the sumo guy, sort of thing. But the the Vader match um, uh, on the Raw, for me, probably one of my favorite moments ever. Because Vader Vader beats you, and then yeah. he goes for the second Vader bomb or, or the moonsault, and then Gorilla Monsoon comes in, and yeah. then he starts chopping Vader, and then Vader Vader bombs Gorilla Monsoon. I mean, it just for me that is one of my favorite moments of all time. 
Um, yeah, like entirely looked, looked strong. Like he was a monster, you know, a monster coming to to step in and here come to attack everybody, you know, uh, you know. And uh, when they did that, everybody's like, "Oh my God!" And that's the way, same way to to take uh, Mr. Gorilla out, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I loved you know? it. Um, yeah. Well, not long after that, you entered into the the program with uh, Steve Austin, um, who had just escaped the ringmaster gimmick at that point um so was the wrestlemania match because that's kind of the the sleeper match of wrestlemania 12 like it's really good but it wasn't a feud ender it was a feud beginner um so was that kind of did you know that it was going to lead to the strap matches at that point or was it just did you think it was just going to be a one-off no they, they i mean i i think this is uh getting their hand in their hands <clears throat> because uh, we did something with the strap, yeah. And then, when when we go for the pay per view, uh, the uh, the lights went off. <laughs> yeah. Listen to this, yeah. And the camera just just popped in my face, and boom, light went off. And uh, we did like twenty twenty five minutes in the dark. And here, when when we when we come back to the back and say that you're gonna do it on Tuesday again. <laughs> on core and you have half an hour match and uh it's like uh, okay yeah. we are just come out of the of the dark matches real dark matches uh, <laughs> and, and 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 the this pay-per-view and we come back on monday that's when they they come with the idea of ted dibiase leaving the company because they go into wcw yeah it was kind and, of um uh, I didn't know that the lights went off during your match. That must have been yeah, yeah. awful. I mean, did they have spotlights ready or anything? No, like that? no, nothing, nothing. But that's <laughs> that's when they learned they have to have generators and all kind of stuff. And, yeah, you know, because it was a big storm outside, but inside, I mean, you are inside and nothing happened. You're quiet, you know, on the show. And big lightning, my friend, exploded somewhere and took the lights of. Every 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 side around the uh, the arena, oh. and uh, and uh, right there when the the they put the camera on my face, you could see they put the camera on my face and boom, the light went off right there. I guess the cameras probably still ran as well. Like I'm wondering if the the footage still exists because I've seen the live broadcast and the the transmission cuts. Um, yeah. So I'm wondering if the footage still exists. That's something for the network, I think, um, eventually. Oh, yeah. yeah that... I don't know if they, that's safe or not, because, I mean, if they put the cameras on ESO, which is the tape on the on the, the camera, yeah. running inside there to tape two, or maybe everything was to the truck, if everything was to the truck, you have nothing. Oh, wow. That's incredible. Yeah. But oh. if you have tape on the camera, actually, in the camera, you have whatever time, uh, you know, mm. the tape was... One thing I, I don't know that. One thing I want to uh, sort of bring up uh, before we carry on is again one of my favorite moments of all time with uh, you and Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. So did you know? Did yeah. you know Balls Mahoney before that? Or? No, I just met him there when the, they put the ECW. You know, we started yeah. met him, everybody. You know, uh, boys, everybody. You know, part of the, the this business and. And uh, I never have a problem with nobody, you know, uh, always like uh, Islanders, like the Samoans, yeah. you know, and, and we are you know, friendly with people. 
And of course, you you playing ball, like I say, playing ball in a big league, you know, or, or the big big company at the time, you know, you have to be professional. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm wondering if they thought of Santa Claus as being a long term gimmick because it didn't obviously <laughs> it couldn't really last too long. But um, there was there was a lot of Vince on commentary. I'm, I'm sure you've heard it back. Vince is like, it's Santa, it's Santa's sold out. It tend to be honest, it's the worst thing that's ever happened. You know, <laughs> <laughs> um, the worst. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh, uh, was so. Um, when you were feuding with Austin, um, you had the one match as the Caribbean Kid. Uh, so was that yes. your idea just for that one thing, or was that presented to you no no they, that, that was presented to me too like mm-hmm. i said they they you know but they uh, it was like a how how you know they talked to me about the name yeah and 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 if i could bring a, you know get a mask with the puerto rican you know say i have a friend in puerto rico uh that have a mask and uh and i could get it so i go back home yeah and uh, I say I'm gonna get it, and uh, and I talk to him and say yes, yeah, here's he's the here's the uh, the, uh, the 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 mask, and that's the mask that I use there. It was and, a, it was a really uh, fun uh, deal, um, and it it added longevity to uh, to the feud as well. Um, so around that time, uh, you had matches with Goldust, and Goldust credit to you as being the person who encouraged him to be over the top and you know uh, kind of come on to you and be gay and stuff like that yeah yeah look going back a little bit well when i'm gonna touch that because that's that's let's say my baby you know yeah uh, oh okay okay when when i work when i work when i met uh stone Cold, maybe you hear that story before when i when i met stone Cold for the first time yeah steve uh here pat uh talked to me i asked if i'm gonna work say yes you're gonna work and uh here come they bring steve i was in the cafeteria area putting my boots you know lacing my boots and he said uh sabi uh sabi you're gonna work with this uh young man steve this is dry out work something with him let me know and report okay no problem mm-hmm. so this is what i said to steve he could, you know, approve on that. I said, "Well, I don't know you. You don't know me. Let's call it inside the ring. I use my 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 finish is a spinning kick, and let's just play by ear. All right. See, I, <laughs> and, uh, if only right. that it was like that now. You know, it's just, you know, yeah. that, um, it, the the faith that obviously they would have in you to be able to just call it in the ring. Um, yeah, but 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 this is this is the inter- interesting story, my friend here. You know, when I say that to him, he said, "Yeah, let's go." Yeah. I don't know him. <laughs> I have to protect myself too. Yeah. This is this, is, but something told me that dude, you know, to tell him that. And later, years later, I found out looking, you know, one day doing nothing, I'm like start thinking on that, and I say, "Wait a minute, why we have this chemistry between him and me coming out of nowhere?" Yeah. Why? Because he worked in Texas, and I work with people from Texas. He worked in Louisiana, and I work with people from Louisiana. He worked with uh, uh, people from WCW, and I work with so many of those guys too. So we got, you know, more or less the same school of people, you know. And when Steve and me click in that ring, my friend, timing, everything was on timing. Boom, 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 boom. 
And I went like, uh, when Pat asked me about him, I said, brother, he got the timing. And he saw, I said, I saw that match. I said, well, I don't have to do nothing. I said, tomorrow you're going to have it again. <laughs> yeah, what, and, uh, listen, yeah whatever, whatever happened to that Steve kid? Um, you know, never heard of him after that, you know. <laughs> no, you know. Um, so the, um, I don't know, you may remember the, um, the kind of, uh, phantom title change that happened with uh, Ewan Goldust and the, the title was held vacant um, yeah. was there like a, a plan to maybe put the belt on you that was kind of changed last minute or because you, you won the match they, and they, um, yeah, they, they just they just told us that we're going to do this this week and uh, for the next week we're going to do this other part okay let's do it mm-hmm. so oh, okay. uh, what, you know what happened Goldust they have him sit in the chair every Monday mm-hmm. every Monday and one day I say, hey, I mean, what are you doing? He said, well, they have me here every week. I say, I know, but what happened? He said, they don't know what to do with right. me. I said, what do you mean? You know, they don't know what to do with me. I said, I know what to do with, with you. He said, you sure? I said, yeah. He went to get Pat. It's Pat come to me and say, Savio, Steve's, I mean, uh, uh, Dusty says that you know what to do with him, with his character. I said, yeah. Well, put it together, show me. <laughs> I said, all right. So I, I say, okay, listen. And we start, you know, blah, 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 put it together, everything. And la, 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 let's do this, and let's go to the ring. Mm-hmm. And boom, we start clicking. And he come, again, he come with WCW people that work that timing, the, uh, you know, the dusty, the flares, that flow with his dad there, because he was there, you know, a long time ago. He don't start the other day. So... He got that timing too, so we click each other, boom, yeah. and he got Goldust. I mean, every night we add and take some spots and make it better and better. And they never put us in the pay per view. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the first time, listen, the first time Vince saw us work was in Connecticut. He he was living nearby, I guess, but he showed up at the arena, and everybody's oh, Vince is here, blah, blah, blah. So here I go to the ring. When uh, uh, Goldust is already there, so that's when hey, how you doing? So we went inside and we work. We work uh, AC twenty five minutes, and we got and they, that that area there is Puerto Ricans. Right. So I got my Puerto Rican shirt, you know, and blah blah blah. We got the match here, there, hoo ha. We got the people rock and roll, and here we got the finish, the kick with one, two, three. People happy. Let's go home. Yeah. So he here in the back. He said, what a match. I say to him, put us on the pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, guess, I guess he, he said, well, fuck off. You know, I don't know. <laughs> was, was there ever around that time any frustration if you were left off a pay-per-view or did it not really matter? No, uh, no I was just, you know, uh, I said, well, in pay-per-view, you're going to be, you know, better. You're going to make more money, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I want to make some money. Yeah. You know, of course, why not? And so you you yeah, were on just about every pay per view when you were there. I mean, including uh, Mind yeah. Games uh, again in Philadelphia uh, when you yeah. had this. Uh, yeah, obviously something that you'll have been asked about before with the uh, strap match with Bradshaw uh, and yeah. uh, and uh, and Dutch is at ringside as well. And um, mm-hmm. that's when the, uh, the ECW thing happens when Sandman. They... Uh, so did you did how much did you know 
before everything. I don't. I, I don't. I know everything. Every everything to, to to. But Brasher don't know nothing. They don't want the Brasher to don't know. So they say just you know okay. They say him. And I say okay. You know. So uh, uh, Sandman know. All the boys know. And I know. The only thing uh, we did is just look each other. That's 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 the cue. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the problem here is that I said. Uh, I set a spot with Bracho to where to get out uh, something with a strap in where I'll be facing the guys. Yeah. So the, the thing happened. So I don't know what happened. They moved them from place. So when we went to the ring, the spot is in the other way. So it's like, okay, I need to figure <laughs> out this right away because, you know, already we got everything, you know, under control. So we did something and Brach is pulling me, oh, this way. I said, no, this way. <laughs> it's like, oh, this way. But this is for shoot because I want him in this area to, to the water game happen. <laughs> so he's like, no, this way. Well, you know, here, boom, the water happened. Now when that happened, my friend, Oh, everybody like, whoa, everybody stopped. Bracho want to jump on them right away. Yeah, Bracho's a hothead, so I'm surprised oh, that he wasn't told it, about this. Oh, <laughs> no, he don't know. He don't know when that happened. He want he wanted to defend me, you know, and jump on them, and I grab him. Ooh, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a good job you so, were attached by the strap, otherwise he may have gotten away, you know. Uh-huh. So, boom, <laughs> let's go. And I took him out. And uh, then in the back, he realized, you don't, you know, we're going to fight this motherfucker, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I uh, said, so now, come on, guys. You know it. You know, Savio. Savio, come on, tell us. I don't know, man. He just threw the, the water. No, they, they told me, let's, let's fight. And they want to fight. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, sh- say, I'm sure you've heard fight. the story, but um, Jerry Briscoe did not know about this as well. And he <laughs> ran to the ring, and he was ready to t- kick some ass. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it was but funny. The, the only guy was was Vince and Bruce. Oh wow, that's that, that's, that's incredible. The, that's um, the only people that know. It's it's one of those moments as well that during that time you, you can pinpoint moments that really transitioned from the new generation to the Attitude Era, and that's that was one of them. Um, and you were a part of that, and you know, um, it should never be forgotten that you were like a part of these moments as well. Yeah. Um, so um, I was speaking to uh, to Duke the Dumpster Drossy, um yes. recently, um, and he's got he has some stories. Um, I, you think I, you're pretty? He says, "You think you're pretty?" I have that written down. Uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> so he, he says that um, he remembers you playing Santana uh, full blast in the rental oh car, and God. you were beating yeah. the fuck out of the dashboard playing the drums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. So was I he, mean, that, he, that was funny, you know. He was a good guy to be happy with. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that guy was. Uh, oh my god, what a, I I just uh, get in touch with him a couple of weeks ago by texting, but I need I'm gonna come back to to get him. I need to talk to him. He's a good guy. Yeah, it, great well, guy. he just um, showed up on Facebook like a few months ago, and yes, um, yes. he's. He's telling some amazing stories. I mean, it's going to get him in some uh, heat at some point. But um, the one thing that has been said about the stories that he tells is that they're all true. None of it's um, none of it's fabricated or anything like that. But no. um, he had no. some really good things to say uh, about you uh, listening to Jerky, oh. Jerky Boys tapes in the car. Oh, the Jerky Boys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we make funny. We make... Uh... 
characters too, you know. And uh, oh yeah, we we have we have we have blast, man. We, I mean, what's a he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, the I jerky voice. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know that you lost uh, um, the lower half of one of his legs. The what? He he only has one leg now. I don't know that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he had a lot of uh, problems, like drug-related problems, and he's really got himself back in shape and his life back on track. And um, it's amazing to see because he's doing the conventions now again, and he was back in the ring uh, recently oh, yeah. as well. And uh, it's it's as a fan of that time, it's so good to see him. Yeah, I thought, I thought, I, I, the last time that I know he was uh, uh, working on something about law. You know, mm-hmm. and wow, wow! I'm gonna to talk to him. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, so can you can you talk about the uh, do you think you're pretty um, story? Oh my god! No, <laughs> come on. So, and I know some. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I guess he say it maybe. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but the the real the real deal was me uh, there and doing that. that. When they listen to me there, they start laughing like, "Oh my god!" And <laughs> all night long. I mean, till now we still. Hey, you think you're pretty? <laughs> <laughs> so how and intense? Is, uh... <laughs> how intense were the fans during that time? Because um, you did a lot of tours, uh, European tours. Yeah. And I know that yes. the uh, things were a little wilder in Europe, um, <laughs> to, to say the least. Um, so, do yeah. you have any cr- just crazy stories about Europe? Uh, well, and not, well, nothing we, that would get you in trouble. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> We are we are in uh, in this uh, hotel, and we stay there. And uh, we finish, come back, everybody shower, you know, get ready. And the, uh, this is in Germany, mm-hmm. and the uh, disco was in the basement. So everybody there, you know, the fans come was full house, blah blah blah. And we we have to catch a plane in the morning, so don't sleep, sleep in a plane, you know, and relax. So. Uh, we live in the, the disco. I go into my room, and here's uh, my Kyoda sitting down in, in this round uh, chair. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like a big stool against the wall, and he's down. He's sleeping. And he have a <laughs> uh, he have a hat, and I, we live in here's uh, Davy Boy Smith. I love that guy, man. Oh my god! Yeah, Davy Voice, Davy Voice Smith. Oh, he's he's and, got, he's God in the UK, you know. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, good. I, that's one thing that I'm gonna ask you. How is the people with, with uh, Davy? Oh. oh my god, I love Davy and Owen. My God, those yeah. guys, my friend. Oh, I miss those guys. Uh, I mean, laugh a lot with those guys. Friends, we talk, we laugh. I mean, it, oh brother. Oh yeah. my God! <laughs> wow. Oh, sorry, man, but I love those men. Uh, Owen and Davy Boy. My God, what a funny! Did, you they, know, have, did they ever rip you? Oh. Uh, no, no. I mean, uh, I just because I was laughing all the time. They, they, how are they gonna? They never mess with me. We just laughing, and I mean, a little rib, something simple. Uh, we come in out of the Allentown. Yeah. The university there, and it was snow. And <laughs> here I'm driving. <laughs> oh, and uh, and got you know got uh, you know have his soul to uh, Jim Bianville Nyhart. Uh-huh. He's next to me, in the right, and Owen in the back. 
I'm driving down in snow, so I'm, I go slow, and here's a deer on, on the left side. <laughs> on the left side, so when I... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. To me, it was so funny. Here, when I passed, Owen, Owen hit the ceiling. Bang! Big time. So, oh my God, he's up on the ceiling. Oh my God, and I stopped the car. <laughs> I stopped the car. Owen, Owen was making up. Oh my God. Oh, God. you know. I'm like, uh, and, and I look Jim, and Jim look at me and go, like, come on, man. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, he got me, you know. <laughs> so I said, okay. And I started driving, and I was laughing and laughing every time that I remember that. Oh, my God. Oh, I interrupted oh, the Mike Yoda story, but you were there oh, the night. Yeah, so, sorry, no, so he, but you, you, were, you were there the night that uh, Owen and Davey let the hogs into Vince's office, the hog pen match. Yes, I was there, yes. This is in <laughs> Philly or some somewhere there. Was a hug match and uh, and I helped them too because the, the, the pigs coming from one way and we are like pushing the kids the, the pigs like you know and I hear they, they put all the pigs there and uh, <laughs> that oh, was man. that was funny and, uh, and and here here come David and and Lex Luger and when they look at him David sit next to him you know and uh, and look at him and put his arm around him. He's testing him, you know, and uh, he just look at me. And I, I have pictures home at home somewhere. And I'm I taking uh, Kodak, you know, cameras, this disposable camera. Yeah. I'm taking pictures. So they take the hat off and hear uh, Davey Boy say to Luger, go get the Clippers. <gasps> so oh, no. He, 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 legs, he legs run to his room. Back with the Clippers, give it to him, and he and Davey is next to him and go like that with with the Clippers. Yo, oh. <laughs> the oh my God! And he come, oh and yeah, he still cut his hair bald, <laughs> and, and uh, just just the top, and went to his eyebrow, I guess, and shaved the eyebrows too. Well, so, the point here, the point here is, we we supposed to go to this other place, and Mike Kira, when he get up, he look himself in the mirror, and he he know he got ripped. He catch a plane back to his house. Oh, you know, he just went straight home. Do, do you think Nobody that that was maybe right. a thing where if some people may, it, you know, it was taken too far sort of thing, because obviously it's funny, it sounds funny, but obviously yeah. that, you know, um, that may be one That's of those the, things. That, that, that was the, the, the way they rape, you know, uh, and, uh, but that one was heavy. I cut uh, a Razor Ramon ponytail a little bit too. <laughs> he was, he, he's still mad at me, uh, but I love him, he, you know, uh, and uh, I mean, funny stuff, funny stuff. I, one time I mean, in that trip, uh, I fell asleep big time. I was I, I, I tried to don't sleep before in a long long flies. Mm -hmm. So when I I'm comfortable there, boom, I'm knocked out. So uh, I'm sleeping and I hear people talking. I mean, and here when I wake up, I hear the people laughing next to me. When I open my eyes, I got Paul Bear looking at me and laughing. <laughs> and he took a picture of me. No, it was uh, sorry, 
the, the, yeah, Paul took the picture of me, uh-huh. but in my face was Davy Davy's uh, Hepner, Dave Hepner. And I'm like, okay, what happened? And they're okay, they, they got you. I said, what do you mean they got me? And here come, I said, oh my eyebrow. He said, oh, I got it. So I went to the uh, to the bathroom and I'm painting like a like a bozo, you know, yeah. big red, my nose, my eyes. <laughs> I start laughing. I said, what the heck? You know, I start laughing my ass. I said, okay, motherfuckers. Yeah. You know, so. Amazing. Yeah. You know. Um. So I, I don't want to keep you too too much longer as well, but there's a few other things that I would love to um, go into if you don't mind. Um, I, a, a little while back, I had the opportunity uh, to have an interview with Ahmed Johnson, and he had really yeah. good things to say about you. Um, and so yeah. with with Ahmed, because I'm a fan, do you feel yeah. that he is kind of misunderstood or that he gets a bit of a bad rap sometimes? To be honest, by that time we don't know what to expect. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they have they put him in a in a good position there. Uh, you know, and, and I don't know if they want to do more with him. Of course, why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, with everybody, with everybody. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's like you mentioned before. They put the bell on me and then take it away. So to I guess to get the character of uh, uh, Goldust over to do something. Yeah. You know, to start. To start showing something, and uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, um, uh, it's kind of one of those things that he's it, for the impact that he made during that time. Um, he, yeah. did, he sadly doesn't really get talked about too much anymore, and I think there's mm-hmm. kind of a maybe a perception. But when I talked to him, he was just the perfect gentleman, and he was. Oh uh, yeah, he's a, he's a great guy. Yeah, very appreciative of um, his fans and everything as well. And um, yeah. yeah, really good guy. Um, so, not long after um, 96 closed, uh, you joined the nation. And was. Do you feel that the heel turn was needed at that point? Did you feel that you were maybe kind of floating? Oh, of course, I was floating. It was nothing to. to yeah. For me, they. Uh, the way they they have in mind was like uh, let's have fun. Mm-hmm. I think I get I got a lot of heat with things uh, uh, because when they say let's let's have fun tonight, so they say let's let's have about turn because uh, they told me the story. Let's turn Savio uh, heel yeah. in the Madison Square Garden, which is a bunch of Puerto Ricans you know come. They they put me okay in Madison Square Garden. I never lose the match. You know they have me okay there. So, you know, to, to, to try drag those uh, Puerto Ricanos, Latinos. Uh, but n- nothing major neither, you know. Uh, so when they turned me heel with the nation against Ahmed Johnson, uh, Vince told me that they ripped my flag. Puerto wow. Rican flag. And I, okay. I, 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 I say no. Yeah. I say no. And, uh, you know, but, I mean, it was part of the, uh, the heat, no? Yeah, absolutely. the momentum of the momentum and could be good for me and the business there but I think about that later not in the moment the moment I was just respecting my flag yeah and, and the you thing know? is even when you were in the nation and obviously with Los Bariquas it, it, it was kind of like the British Bulldog he didn't lose the fact that he was 
you know, British, uh, yeah, British. and show his flag. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, before, because uh, I, I want to talk about uh, the Chicago street fight with uh, uh, the Road Warriors, but before that, you worked yeah. uh, one of those uh, shotgun Saturday nights in the nightclubs. Um, was, yeah. that, was that just awful, having to work at like midnight in New York City? <laughs> no, well, those shotguns, they did it in, in a very small ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was, was that weird for you? Yeah, that, that ring, we use it in the capes too. Uh, we wrestled in that ring before. In the capes, they, they you know, before they, they come big time like now. Yeah. They went to... Uh, uh, I did like uh, Cape Cod. And... Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, ballroom or whatever. Yeah. And we, we wrestle there and we run a tour, you know, on the winter and, and the summer. Uh, you know, sometimes and they do TV, whatever, well. But that small ring, we work many, many times. And uh, I remember we are on in uh, under Madison Square Garden in the train area. Mm-hmm. And it was, ooh, I don't even remember, my friend. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, I know, apologies if I'm uh, getting a little too obscure. Cause I'm, I just... No, no, don't worry, no. But uh, <laughs> the, the, team, the team that was with, with me... I know, I know. Was one, two, three kid, and Razor was there too. Well, yeah. we we have uh, and Man of War, Portuguese Man of War, Peter. Uh, oh my God! God oh, uh, Polaco, yeah, yeah. Uh, Polaco, yes. Uh, so he was there too, and I remember we are beating uh, X Pac. I mean, we are beat the hell out of him. And what uh, yeah, I remember was Ra- Razor was with me, and we chopped the hell out of him. And from nowhere, kid just jump and give me a trust kick. And knocked me out. Wow. Out. But that place was dark. Mm-hmm. Those places were, you know, kind of dark or whatever. You know, they want to give me that uh, whatever. So he knocked me out. And I just jumped because the uh, the momentum of whatever, you know, I just come back, uh, you know, right away. And I, I just feel like, oh, crazy, crazy. Uh, I don't hear nothing, just big time noise. Uh, I was outdone. And I jumped, tag, uh, razor, and the match continued. But I was out. Those those show was uh, was fun. So fun. Did, did you um, did you ever get tested for concussions or anything like that? Oh. No, no, never, never did. No. Has it, has that ever worried you at all, or after seeing things that have happened with other guys? Like, oh. well, I when I hurt my neck in WWF, yeah, uh, the the nerve, the C seven got nerve pinch. And and it's curious that I, I was working with Vince. I remember I was working with Vince uh, in uh, in Stanford because they bring me to do Spanish commentators. Yeah, I was going to ask you a little bit about that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and uh, so they give me the key to go to the gym and everywhere I want. So I just went to his office and said, "Let's train." He said, "Today." Mm-hmm. And that day can't do it because something happened. Whatever he said, "Tomorrow we're gonna do it." Mm-hmm. So uh, we start training. I remember we start doing tricep, and my left one was no power. I did like three or four, and, and the dumbbell coming down. I'm like, "Woof!" And he was pushing me. Come on, come on! And I, I cannot do it. So the injury was there, and I I don't know. I just thought it was. Uh, you know, did uh, did the injury uh, take place in the brawl for all tournament? Uh, when I was already hurt. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. I, I was already hurt, and I got after that. I got well. So that was, if you see the tournament, I don't fight till almost three months later. 
Yeah. You know, they tried to protect me there, but at the same time, was like no matches there for me because I have to match everybody. So Sabio there was there for, you know, to uh, another fight right away. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that saved me a lot because I was doing therapy and getting getting better. Uh, so just to backtrack a little bit to WrestleMania and the Chicago street fight. Um, yeah. Right before then, um, Miguel uh, debuts. And he has the yeah. Puerto Rican uh, singlet, and uh, he was kind of a, a, a face for a little bit. Um, so yeah. was it was it you who kind of made that suggestion for Miguel to come in at that point? No, because Miguel was using the, the, those clothes in Japan as a, a you know like a, a Puerto Rican, yeah, uh, uh, Jose Miguel Perez, and he was uh, of course proud of, of you know having the, the colors, his flag, but he was using that in. Japan before. Oh, okay. Um, so, um, but the, it was immediately sort of uh, mentioned on TV because it was in the Manhattan Center, I think, where it was uh, him and maybe Goldust against the nation. And the Puerto Rican thing was already, the feud was kind of mentioned a little bit, but it kind of wasn't capitalized on, which I think was a, was a bit of a shame. But I guess you were fully involved with Ahmed Johnson and the Road Warriors and all that kind of thing at the time. So, um, yeah. So, uh, what, what, what would you do? You have a favorite match in WWF because my favorite of yours um, is the Chicago Street Fight. I love that match. Yeah, it was good. It was fun. It was fun too. Uh, wow, I, I, I'd say all the matches that I have there, to be honest, because it was fun to work in that company. Yeah. Uh, in in uh, I learned a lot. I learned uh, how to to do. Television, looking the the editions, yeah, the way they that I, I sit down on uh, Mondays and I put uh, Vince's uh, headset to hear the, uh, the the working in in the truck, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, one day somebody say, oh, they they gonna you know they gonna uh, uh, regret you, whatever. They they gonna say something to you. I say, why? I don't do nothing wrong. And here he come one day, and I get up to give it the uh, headset. He said, no, stay there. Stay there. Don't worry. And I said, well, the man say, stay there. So shut the hell up. <laughs> so you were, know, were, you, um, were you a part of, um, or were you used specifically for the syndicated shows, um, for like the Spanish uh, kind of, because I know you did the Spanish commentary, but as a wrestler, yeah. were you on the sort of uh, Spanish broadcasts of, whatever of superstars or you know and speaking solely spanish like doing interviews and stuff yeah no they never they never you know tell me about that they i was uh uh pitching for hugo when hugo don't i mean for carlos sometimes carlos wasn't there so hugo and me did the the spanish and uh uh i'm the one get hugo in wwf then later he he was out in Victor Quinones brings him back, mm-hmm. and he was an excellent uh, commentary in in Spanish. Oh, Hugo Savinovich. Yeah, I, and, and the thing is, watching um, some of those shows in Spanish, I don't understand a lot of what's being said, but the, but the passion, <laughs> yeah, throughout, yeah, like it's it's kind of like watching a soccer match or something like that. Exactly, it? it was um, it was intense. It was a lot of. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of fun to hear them, and it like is is it true? I read this somewhere that Hugo was married to Wendy Richter at one point. Yes, yeah, that, yeah. That she, blew my she, mind a little bit. That. Yeah, yeah. She uh, they were living here in Puerto Rico, 
and yeah, they got married. And I don't know how long they they last, but uh, he was there. She she was working here, you know, for a long time, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. In New York, New York area too. Um, and Wendy was at that uh, Puerto Rico show in '86 as well, the WWF show, and she was immensely wow. popular at that time. So one thing I've got to ask, because one of my favorite wrestlers of all time is Crush, uh, Brian Adams. So do you have oh, yeah. particular fond memories and um, maybe a story about Crush? He, he oh, Crush, uh, the, the one from Connor. Yes. Wow, what a guy. I work with him uh, in, in, in WWF as a... Uh, uh, demolitions, you know, and uh, man, what a guy! I have fun with him all the time. Happy, uh, we work we, we work in uh, uh, Africa one time, and well, I have to make this uh, <laughs> this story. Uh, I I love fish and seafood and here we are with the big buffet and, and when I'm looking I saw this white fish I said oh my god and nobody want to eat fish so I was going to eat it Yeah. oh my god that was something got on my stomach was like oily or whatever well I got some diarrhea so I had to work with him that night <laughs> and I hear I'm like okay I gotta go to the bathroom He's like, no way. I said, come on, man. Let's go. Let's go home. I need to go to the bathroom now. He's like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> and he, he hold me down in the hole. And, and it's like, okay, you must. So, you know, working, working. I got the ropes, whatever. And I said, all right, I'm going to put it in your face. And he said, okay. That's what I remember. We are in the ring. I said, I'm going to put it in your face. He said, no. Yeah, I'm going to do it right now. So when uh, I start moving, you know, to fight the uh, the, the hole, whatever, uh -huh. uh, he said, okay, let's go home. He get up, put, put one, go home, one, two, three, and I just run <laughs> to the bathroom. <laughs> it's a good job you're wearing dark uh, trousers at that oh, time. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh. I was dark, but ooh. <laughs> um, he, He's a great guy, man. Oh, love, I, I love. There's not many people who um, can change characters as he changed characters a few times in WWF but he's yeah, still, still called Crush throughout so yeah, it was always the same yeah. person he was so again underrated and so adaptable I find I found um, uh, and you see that he's a huge guy big yeah. guy and, and he was a you know uh, strong guy yeah. so it's still still that nickname everywhere you know the mm. Crush so um wow. once uh, you were fired from the nation um was it again? Was it you, or was it someone else who brought in um, Jose and uh, and Miguel? Okay, and the, um, the story. Yeah, the, the che Estrada. Yes, the story. Yeah, the story there. The story there. Uh, Vince, Vince talked to me and say, "Can you get you know all Puerto Rican? I want to do a fact like this, and it's gonna be." And he's playing me, and I say, "Yeah, I know, I know people, of course." So Miguelito, Miguel, he was uh, doing a tryout. So already we got one. Yeah. And we, by that time, Miguel and me, we are kind of, uh, uh, the relation wasn't that good. There's something with, with the, when I left Carlos' company, it was a big, crazy story. So uh, Miguel do a tryout with me, uh, tryout with me, 
And they said, okay, they want to do something. They want to put him over. I said, I'm not going to put him over. You know? And I said, uh, okay. <laughs> All right. So you go over. I said, yes. Fuck him. He he just arrived here. I was so mad. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so I worked with him. I, you know, Pat say, okay, leave that out of the ring. I said, don't worry, sir. I'm, I'm a professional. Don't worry. We're going to do the work and we're going to do the... Uh, Whatever you need. So he did a trial with me, and boom. Of, of course, he was picked. That's what they're thinking about the, the, the team. Mm-hmm. So we we do a search. We got Estrada, uh, which he was with Victor Quinones and Miguel coming from Japan. And so let's, let's use Cheo Estrada. His yeah. dad was in WWF. I love know? Jose Senior. Oh, um, my God. He is What a matches, huh? Yeah, it matches, but also one of my favorite heels of all time. He had such... Yes. his facial expressions as a heel yeah, he was so yeah. seedy and underhanded oh, yeah. like he just oh, yeah. had that look that he was just I, 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 up to, to no honest, good at I, all time I, 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 by that time I don't know him in that character I know that now you yeah. know, let's say now but uh, when I did my my first matches in, in, in Capital in WWC Carlos uh, Carlitos Caribbean Co uh, Fathers yeah. uh, Company uh, I worked with Estrada, but wow. I don't know him. You know the, the trajectory that he was in his shoulders already. Mm-hmm. You know, so when I worked with him, I remember this is in Pepin's Estero in Bayamon, and I give him a, a, a potato crossline on him, boom. You know, and I'm, when I feel that, I said, "I'm sorry." I said, "He said, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry." He, he called me. You know, I was like, oh, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." He's like, "Hey, relax, don't worry." Mm-hmm. That happened, and we continue. Then we worked many other times, but we call him Papa. He's he's, he's there. We, we, I saw him a couple of months ago, and uh, I love that man. Oh, he's he, so he, good. He's a teacher. Yeah, yeah. and, and the sons, and the son, Strada is one, and 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 uh, Rico Suave is the other one, mm-hmm. and uh, they're great workers. So we pick Castillo. Uh, and we do the, the Boricuas. And we all all work before each other. You know, we know from here, and we work many times, so our timing was so good in the matches because we take we, we take care what happened in the ring. Yeah. And we, could, we got the control of the, the matches. I don't know if you remember when we did the match with the Headbangers in England. Oh, yeah? in England, yeah. For the tag titles, Brother, yeah. I remember that. Check, yeah. Do me a favor and then later write me. If I'm wrong, and everybody that listen to this, check that match. Check how we, uh, you know, take that match. And Headbangers was right there. The referee was right there, and we work. Uh, we 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 control what happened inside the ring. The the you could see. Watch the match. Yeah, I, I love that event. Um, That's in England. Yeah, I it was. Um, so with uh, Los Bariquas, um, did you ever? I, because obviously you had matches with, matches with the nation and DOA. Did you ever have matches with the Truth Commission at the time? Mm, we worked, but no, no, we yeah. worked. Yeah, we um, worked a little bit in house house shows. Yeah, again, uh, no, the, the Truth Commission was one of those things that I like. I loved Kurgan. Like, if you just have mm-hmm, to look yeah. at the guy, and um, yeah. you know his look would. Not that he wasn't talented, but would make up for what he may not have been able to do in the ring. He just mm-hmm. looked like he would rip your head off, and that, yeah. you know, that was enough. And um, I was a big fan of. Um, I loved Don Callis, the Jackal, but I also loved the yeah. Commandant, uh, the original South African um, 
guy. He was so over Come the top, in. and uh, yeah, um, they all they, they don't look like like that character was for them. Yeah, the Truth Commission. <laughs> um, again, I, I don't think there were many in 2018 fans of the Truth Commission, but I'm a, I'm a no. fan of the Truth Commission. Truth Commission, Mark, over yeah. you. So, um, so uh, um, you were the Bariquas were kind of kept high profile compared to the other factions because you were connected with DX as well. Um, mm -hmm. So how, how and again, you've probably talked about this, but how far in advance did you know that you were going to be uh, the fourth man at No Way Out in Texas? No, they they found out that day. Oh, wow. Because that's, okay. the, yeah, that day, because uh was like, uh, Sean was hurt, his back, and was so many things, so rumors or whatever. Yeah. And uh, so they said, well, it's Sabio. Let's put Sabio there. Yeah. You know, who, who else are we going to... You know, they look around and said the only one could go in this team. Like, I don't know. And Sabio. Was because um, yeah. the fact that you were in the match and with Cactus bringing out the uh, barbed wire and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. That may not have happened if you were not in that match, I guess. Cause... No, everybody was pissed. Steve was <laughs> pissed. You know, because uh, uh, we know we don't told that part to the to the boys. Uh -huh. So here, here come outside, get the... I got the uh, the the globes and uh, pull the the ball wire out and start ripping and it's like what the hell here? And it's like oh my god, what the hell you doing? So because the cactus want to throw that there, yeah, you know, and they're mad. Everybody's pissed, you know. <laughs> but uh, if, if you never dirty, did, if dirty, you never dirty. did that, then maybe there wouldn't have been thumbtacks later on and more barbed wires. Yeah. I, like I feel yeah. that that was another one of those watershed moments because it was the first time barbed wire was used. The first, yeah, the first time, and here's the Puerto Rican son of a gun, mm -hmm. and they never pulled that out of that, you know. Mm -hmm. Let's say uh, the same with uh, mankind. Oh my God, Sabio tried to do, you know, destroy him or whatever. Now have a match or whatever. I don't know. We have a match, but something simple, mm -hmm. nothing, nothing with the story. Mm -hmm. I think they never go on to do nothing with me. I don't know. I don't know if you... Well, I guess you may remember this. When uh, the next month at WrestleMania, you were in the Tag Team Battle Royal and you were eliminated early on and you had to be helped back to the back. Um, it seemed like you injured your leg pretty badly. Um, do you yeah, remember anything? my knee. Yeah, what do you remember my, about that? Was it, was it my bad? My knee. Uh, to be honest, uh, yeah, I just, just hurt. You know, uh, I heard that knee working with uh, Mankind. Right. Was, uh, I, it's a it's a body uh, crossbody that I did from the corner to outside, and he was on the ramp. And I said to him, "Stand up." I remember. I said, "Stand up over here. I'm gonna jump from there." He says, "It's a long way." I said, "Be here. Stay here. I'm gonna jump all the way here. I'm mm -hmm. gonna make it." And he he just went ahead, and I land on his head. Wow. Okay. When I supposed to land, if he was like two feet back, oh, land perfect. But I, I hit his head, and uh, he tried to catch me. So when I landed to protect myself, I hurt my, my knee. Is that why you were eliminated early on in the Battle Royale? So, the, you, the, you know, if you see the, the, I mean, the Monday Night Raw match, no, that happened, that happened before, I believe, yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, so when I went to the ring, you know, get out of here. Yeah. So, um, one thing about the Barik was, was that the first time you ever had to rap? <laughs> the what? Was that the first time you ever rapped to, to music at that point? 
I'll be, uh, oh my God. Because you performed your uh, own music. So how was that presented? Did you have to go to the studio to record it? Because you did it live. No, that, that, like, yeah, yeah, we did live, but that, that, the one that's singing there is, that's not me. That's somebody else. Uh, okay. Yeah, so they told us, you need to sing. You need to sing this song. Uh-huh. And we are, we are like, so they, they start getting the rappers, blah, blah, blah. So, hey, let's get the Boricuas to re- rap this. So they got some uh, Puerto Rican rapping guy and he wrote that, that song and they took it to the studio. They never talked to us about nothing. Here's your music. Here, motherfuckers. Here. <laughs> eat it, eat it, eat I, it now. I'll always remember so, uh, Manus Boricuas. Hands yeah, up high. I love that. Manus Boricuas yeah. touched the sky, you know. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that uh, that song. So they told us, sing, you know, learn that song because you and the pay-per-view, you're going to sing it. I said, what? <laughs> so we, we got the CD uh, and we all, all, all the time in one minivan. So we are singing and we learning and write it down. And, okay, you got to say that part. And then you're going to see this part. Okay, I do this and do that. So. Till we we learn it and bam, hear the, the the song. But listen to this: if you see that pay per view, when we, <laughs> oh my god, when here we coming uh, uh, singing, uh-huh. all the shots you know from here from there, they got me, they got, they got me in one one part, and here's the camera with live audio next to Huracan Castillo, and he's like. <laughs> <laughs> he's not singing. He's not singing. He's like, ah, la, 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 la. <laughs> oh my god, my friend. When when I mean I don't know at, at the time we you know here we are in the rain singing the song blah blah. blah here the match come and let's go. Next day we sit down everybody after lunch to to watch the the pay per view. <laughs> yeah. And here we are and here come the Boricuas and we are like, oh, mira, mira los ojos cuando digas mi nombre. You know, doing all the... Uh, the I, just, I just marked the, out the, a little bit there when you did that. So Yeah, yeah. so when <laughs> here you come, you got the camera on Castillo, and he's... <laughs> when, I, we, when we saw that, we we just stayed there like, what the hell was that? And we just turned around to him, and he's like looking on like, what, what, what? <laughs> and we are, what the hell was that, you mother? You know? <laughs> uh, what what the hell? I mean, we are we are uh, you know doing the, uh, writing and singing and singing, and you come with that. Oh my god, it was was fun. fun, my, fun. my favorite, one of my favorite Bariquas matches was at one of the in your houses, and it was Bariquas DOA, and uh, Miguel hurt his leg, and he had to go outside the ring, and you came back down, and you were going to take his place. And um, and obviously he was uh, he was bullshitting, and then he came in and did the flip with the leg, and leg dropped uh, I think chains on the back of the neck, yeah. and that got that got such a good reaction. Like yeah. it was such a yeah. simple finish, and it was just it was yeah. so good. Um, it's like cheating, cheating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it almost seems sometimes now that like cheating doesn't exist anymore, and when it's such a simple tool to get heat, mm-hmm. like. You know, yeah. foot on the rope and stuff like that. It just seems like the simple things are be uh, lost a little bit. You know, I don't want to just complain. You know, it's just I know, I know, but it's true. I mean, you, yeah. uh, you know, it's like all that. I mean, listen, maybe the company doing that, but everywhere you could do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to do the that that style and the, the cheating or whatever, so the fans enjoying your match and they go happy. 
after you finish, I mean, you do whatever you do. I mean, the company doing different styles of, hey, bless them. They yeah. don't use it. You know, I guess they use it just in, in pay-per-views. I don't know, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, I mean, you could do it every, everywhere you want it. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell, I... a good, tell a good story in the ring. Like, uh, like uh, Bret Hart said one time, you know, when we are in the ring, we, we come to paint a good canvas. So, you know, he like to paint. So if you're going to paint, paint a good match. Mm-hmm. Do a good match there. So at the end, the fan go happy, you know, and remembers you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I, I don't want to keep you too much longer. Um, don't worry, my friend. The, um, the, I enjoy it. The, uh, so- you, you bring, listen, you bring me memories, to be honest, that I was... Was in the dark with WWF. I yeah. don't even talk about WWF. Well, I, I, because you've done a lot of interviews, so I wanted to ask you things that yeah. maybe you hadn't been asked before, and you know, I, you know, mm-hmm. um, go ahead, and go things ahead. from my point of view as a fan as well. So the Super Astros uh, show. Oh my um, god, man! You were yes. you were a part of that, but I never got to see much of that. And they've just put on yeah. the network a, an episode of Super Astros or one of the matches. Um, but yeah. what role did you have? Were you with the Bariquas at that point, or? Yeah, what happened there? Uh, this is with Univision, Super Astros. Mm-hmm. So I heard when I heard my neck. This is after the bro for all yeah. and all that, you know. So the 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 idea with Victor Quinones was going in Spanish. A crew, the a whole WWF crew in Spanish only, you know, and run the Spanish all the Spanish area. Yeah. And, and go whatever, you know. So we did 13 weeks for Univision, and they watched it. it was a good ratings. And But this is what I, I got told. Uh, when Linda went to uh, do business with the TV station, I don't know why Linda went, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe she was the, the, the right person to do it, I don't know. Well... Uh, something happened. They disrespect her, and if I, I hear Vince won once like a sixty thousand dollars for for show. Right. So it's like a, I don't know if that was true or not, but they say no. Something happened, and uh, they say get out. You know, you know, cut the business with them, and all the Spanish stuff went boom down south. Yeah, no, it really did. But did, did Super Astros, because IWA was a developmental territory for a little bit. Um, well, uh, you oh, could say that. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Well, also, it wasn't like an official territory, I guess. It was like a, a developmental thing. It was just somewhere where WWF maybe kept their eye on. Or... Well, what happened here, when, when we finished in, in, in WWF by the 99, we already what having in mind to open a company in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. which is IWA, which Quinones have it already uh, on the law of Puerto Rico, you know, uh, under his name. So Miguel was the, the treasury guy, you know, and I wasn't nowhere there when they opened the company. Yeah. So the idea of open the company and do this and do that, here come, I, I, this is my head in, in how to build the company. And, and Victor, Victor know about the the, the money and, and all that stuff and we put Miguel put money Victor and me and we opened IWA when Jim Ross told me uh, Savio we, we're gonna finish I knew it already and, but we have already 
the IWA in, in process. Mm -hmm. Not the full process, but in process. We already did a lot. So I remember I went to uh, Undertaker. He was in, uh, in the dressing room. I said, brother, I finished here. I said, what do you mean? I said, let, let me go. I said, what do you mean? No, I said, no. And he wanted to walk out. I said, come on. He said, let me talk to them to give you two more years. Wow. And I said to him, no, brother, let me, uh, we have a project in Puerto Rico that I trust a lot, and I know we're going to do good, and uh, I want to do it. He said, you sure? I said, yes. And uh, so we went to Puerto Rico. That's in 2000 and 2001, something like that. That's when things went public, and, and boom. He was already in the process, no? Yeah. Of course, because that you don't do that one, one night. You, you don't get up in the morning and do that. So probably take you know something about it. Uh, I don't know, but they went public. They, you know, so I, sometimes I say, well, I should take those two years. But <laughs> hey, at the same time, I don't regret to be honest because the uh, school of what we did in Puerto Rico with the IWA. Oh my God, what a school! The, uh, what I what I what I learned when I was doing uh, street matches. To come to a pro company, work with professionals and whatever, to go to outside Puerto Rico to work in WWF with more technology and learning the technology at that time. Yeah. When I bring all that to Puerto Rico, I mean, it was easy uh, way for me. We got the money and we got the, the power to do it. So we built a big monster. And, and after we closed 2007, so around that, uh, the company, uh, we, we lost the TV. Not because we lost it, it's the, the NBC bought uh, Telemundo. And when they bought Telemundo, they, they told everybody, no deals with nobody, we, are, we own this. So you want to be on TV, you have to pay. And it was 2500 per show. And I said to Miguel, I, I, sorry, I know. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be broken and nothing. <laughs> so, uh, so now, 20 years later, next year, we're going to open IWA again. Amazing. Amazing. So, do you, who has the, uh, who has the footage? And can that be? Yeah, we have. We have the footage, Miguel Perez and me. Yeah. Uh, Victor was, uh, he did some business with our RF. Mm -hmm. video yeah and and other stuff was uh, mario sabaldi took some tapes from us when we trust him he was stealing you know right. and uh so we own the 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 majority of uh, of the tapes we have it we have oh. it under under control that's amazing so i mean did you see the i guess you saw the value of keeping the tapes at the time as well and not just taping exactly. them and um you know, because a lot of footage has been lost from like the the fifties uh, and sixties because wow. they they would just tape over them and um, wow. yeah yeah yeah. That's know. the same thing with Carlos' company. They they lost a lot of tapes doing do, doing that. You know, so now they 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 sell no now they this is uh, for a year ago mm -hmm. two almost two years they've been doing this business, so they finally have the the videotech of uh, Carlos Colon. And Victor Jovica's company, oh, wow. and uh, so they're gonna show that, and it's interesting. And they lost, to be honest, a, they lost a lot old tapes, all mm -hmm. old tapes. And that, old is, that tapes, is a shame. Yeah. Um, well, oh my god! To to wrap up, a couple of things that I want to ask you. Um, was it a surprise to you when uh, when 
WWE got in contact or 2K got in contact for you to be on the video game? Uh, 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 the one got in contact was Howard Finkel. Oh, really? Is that the first and, time you talked yeah. to him for a while? Or? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he, he called me. And uh, I mean, he got, we started to speak Spanish. He speaks Spanish a little bit. Does he really? <laughs> no, like, no, no, like, no, not like you. <laughs> no, he, he speaks Spanish. He speaks Spanish because he been with Puerto Rican all the time, and Spanish people: Tito, Pedro Morales, uh, Jose Rivera, Jose Estrada, uh, Johnny Rods. I mean, you got all those Johnny Rivera, Jose, Jose Huerta. You got Carlitos Colon too. Yeah. You know, so he was surrounded with, with a lot of Spanish people. Yeah. So uh, being in New York area, Connecticut, whatever. So a good person, good people, man. Howard and uh, I worked with him a couple of things, and we 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 speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, he called me. He said, "Savio, how you doing, my friend?" Blah blah blah. And uh, he said, "They doing a game, and you want to be." Part of the game, they're gonna pay this money, whatever. This is just one-time deal because they don't reproduce this again. Blah blah. blah. I say, you say you want to be on it. I said, what the heck? Of course, why not? I mean, it's free money. Absolutely. So, uh, it was <laughs> it was so cool. That really was a selling point to me that you were on the game because um, the game usually has a lot of the same wrestlers on, and to have you on there, especially. To commemorate the uh, the feud that you had with Austin as well, um, yeah, was was yeah. such a cool thing. I I love that you were on the game. And did you know? You probably know this that Quang was on a video game. Yeah, somebody told me they they could create it or something like that. I don't know. It was um you were on Raw for the thirty two X. This is like back in ninety four or something like that. And uh, yeah, you were like a you were a bonus character. You were like the the top guy that you had to fight at the end oh, yeah. to sort of. Uh, right. um, so nice. I mean, at, at that time, was it kind of a weird thing to have merchandise, or was it kind uh-huh. of like to see your face yeah. on t-shirts and stuff like that? Was that just did that feel odd? They, yeah, they they did the Savio Vega t-shirt. They did one, mm-hmm. and uh, then they bring the toys, and, and it was like wow, you know, nice. And uh, everybody want to have the, their toys to, to sell and, you know, to make some money in T-shirts or whatever. Because that's the beginning of uh, a bunch of stuff. Yeah. You know? and, and like right now, I mean, this is, this is huge. So, uh, I mean, it was fun, 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 to be honest. It's, uh, uh, feel happy, uh, you know, being paying for something that you love to do, you know, and happy. I was uh, happy because I was wrestled and I got paid for and I traveled the world and know people and learn how to, you know, be a, a human being, a person. And I own a lot to wrestling, you know, um, and I, you know, teach me a lot, teach me a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and and you were a big part of what shaped me. As a, like before we uh, start recording, I was showing you the action figures that I have, uh, the yes. Sofia Vega action figures. <laughs> you know, um, and yeah. hopefully, you know, I I would love a new Sofia Vega action figure. Um, I've you know, hopefully that will happen at uh, at some point. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I, you will. It definitely needs to happen. Um, so. Um, before we wrap up, uh, where can people find you? And uh, do you have any okay. do you have any words for uh, for your uh, for your fans? See, si, claro, yes. Uh, uh, to all the fans that listen to to this uh, podcast, uh, thank you very much for 
looking at my matches. Uh, if you don't like it, well, at least you look it. So, yeah. Uh, thanks very much. Bless everybody. And you can follow me uh, in Facebook, uh, Savio Vega, official fan page, uh, and Instagram, Tio, T-I-O, Tio Savio Vega on Instagram, also on Twitter at Savio Vega. Uh, I have another two Facebook, but they're full already. But on, on the uh, Sabio Vega official fan page, you can follow me there on, on Twitter and Instagram. Also, follow the IWA Puerto Rico, yes. and IWA Florida, IWA Florida, IWA Puerto Rico. YouTube, I mean, in YouTube, uh, also too, IWA Puerto Rico and Florida. So a lot of good things coming up uh, in this uh, 2000. 20, 2019 uh, in wrestling here in Puerto Rico. So, thank you, my friend. I'm excited. Me. Let me say something para lo español. Gracias a todos los que me escucharon y, y estuvieron atentos a, lo, a las cositas que dijimos, a las cositas que hablé de que se, nos fuimos en, en esos regresos y esos acuerdos eh, preciosos de nuestra infancia con los abuelos viendo la, las luchas. Muchas bendiciones a todos ustedes y Dios me los bendiga a nuestra manera o para la calle. Well, thank you, my friend. Gracias, Sabio. Um, I hope sí. that was. I hope that was okay. Yeah, I'd say gracias. Yes, sir. That was okay. Thank you. Um, gracias. Claro and sí. um, you know, a, a, a huge thing for me to be able to contact you, and uh, you've been the an amazing uh, person to, and very accommodating as well to let me uh, thank you. ask you all these questions. So I really appreciate yes. that. Um, yeah. Well, thank you very much, and um, maybe we'll do this again, and we'll yes, talk. We'll yeah, talk, of course. We'll Let's talk IWA. Yes, let's do it, of course. And, and all, all the fans in UK and Europe that listen to us, I, I love to be in, in your in your uh, countries. When I, I was traveling with WWF over there, you know, in Germany, all the friends that I met over there in different parts, Ireland, uh, Kuwait, Adele Mumit is in Kuwait, a good friend. Uh, he saw me when he was a, a young guy, and, and uh, what, a, what a good, great person. And to all the guys around the world that saw me work and I entertained them, thank you very much and bless to all. Wonderful, thank you.
That was We're Just Friends by Hivemind, uh, a local band uh, to the northeast of England, because I know a lot of people will be listening in America and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, their drummer, Jack Johnson, is also my drummer as well and a very good friend. So yes, do check out Hivemind at the links below. Usual download places like Kazar, Bearshare, Limewire. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Um... Uh, Bandcamp, all that kind of stuff, uh, iTunes, all links below. Do check them out. I really appreciate it. And you can listen to interviews with Jack uh, talking about his rap career, uh, his acting, his stand-up. He, he does everything. Uh, there are interviews in the archive with Jack. And... Um, Coming up, as well as Urban Legend and other names that I can't quite mention yet, uh, Jeremy Burnett on the other podcast, uh, Pablo's Poppin Podcast. Um, he is uh, an actor in the States and he has been in shows such as uh, Blue Bloods, um, Elementary and Limitless. And uh, he's a big wrestling fan as well, so we will be talking about all kinds of things. And uh, you can subscribe to Pablo's Poppin' Podcast on iTunes, uh, where you'll find all the Turnchuckle shows as well. I'm going to try and find a way to make it a separate deal. So Turnchuckle and the podcast. Or maybe change the name and have it be kind of like a an umbrella production name or something, just to make life a little bit easier. But... Um, Yes, uh, do check it all out. Feel free to leave me a very nice review. If you think I'm shy, I don't mind. Just message me in person. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much everything. So, yeah, the uh, the Urban Legend, uh, the Incredible Urban Legend interview will be this Friday. I, it was so... It, we got deep. We got really deep on a number of topics. And um, I think that'll probably be the last one before Christmas. Maybe not the last one before the new year. So, um, yeah, I, again, really appreciate you checking out the show and you can follow Turnchuckle on Instagram you can find it on Facebook all that kind of stuff where I post pictures of my collection uh, some rare bits, some not rare bits uh, but it, it, the point of it is to drive you to the podcast so um, yes, if you found the podcast through the Instagram thank you very much, uh, the Instagram is doing its job so yeah, again thank you very much and I will see you all next time Goodbye Goodbye Goodbye, Goodbye.